Four Finger Discount is proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Trivia Nights. To find out when they're going to be doing a show near you, go to facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. Couldn't we pawn my engagement ring instead? Now I appreciate that, honey, but we need $150 here. Four Finger Discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount Australia's only Simpsons-based podcast. I am Dano, my and co-host. I am Mitch. How are you, everybody? How is everybody doing? Let's wait for let's wait for them to reply. Um, getting some tweets through. Yes. What are they saying? The general consensus seems to be good. And how oh, are you? Awesome. How are you today, Dando? I'm always good, man. You know this. I do, and I'm uh, fantastic. Actually, I'm having a really, really nice morning so far. What did we just do then? We just watched uh, season one DVD. Yes, we did. Uh, what episode? It was episode four. Uh, There's no disgrace like home. That's right. Or episode seven. 7G04, if you look that up on uh, on your online, generally on Wikipedia, yeah, they, it's they 7G always, everything. They have the special codes, so I never really get it. Why mm, they so do it there. That was actually a Fox uh, Studios accounting technique that they wanted to, like, they just basically assigned a random letter and number to the different shows. And it's always G though, isn't it? Uh, throughout the whole thing, I believe. So Sometimes it goes to F, maybe. I'm not, I'm not too sure. But that's uh, where Sector 7G came from. That's why Homer works in oh, Sector 7G. Said, of course. How did I not pick up on that? Yeah. It was nice. right in front of your face the whole time, and I hadn't thought of it either until I found that out this morning. Yeah, yeah, and then it just seems so obvious. Mm. Uh, so thanks for everyone that also listened to our previous episodes. If you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes store, or wherever you listen to our podcast. There's plenty of uh, podcast apps on the Androids as well. Yep. So anyway, you find our podcast. We do appreciate you guys listening, but if you could please rate and review us as well, it just helps us for some reason. Apparently, it helps us reach more people. Yeah. So please do. Plus, we'd love to read what you think about us. Even if you think we're doing a bad job. Don't, yeah, tell us what we can do better. D- don't give us like no stars. Just give us a bad review. Yeah, five stars and then a bad comment. I can live with that. <laughs> Constructive criticism. That's the only con- criticism I can take. Yeah. Now, off the top of the podcast as well, I need to do a, a retract an apology from uh, what oh, happened I know in you the do. last episode. Oh, I so know you do. We're going to cover this. Uh, if oh, wait, you- wait, 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 wait. Before we do this, I'm uh, post-editing, I'm going to throw in a clip right now of what Mitch said past episode. Mm. Let's go. Blacksmithers. Blacksmithers. Yeah. The first known the appearance of Blacksmithers, I think. Uh, no, he was black all throughout the season one. No, surely not. I, I think it was just this. guarantee you he was black at the Springfield picnic, that, uh, like the, the nuclear plant. Nuclear plant family picnic coming up. No, he up. wasn't. Yes, he was. Oh, man, I hope you're so wrong. I can't wait to prove you wrong in future episodes. <laughs> right. Now, what colour was Smithers in this episode? Mitchell? Is that your name? May he, I call you Mitchell? He, you, you can call... <laughs> when I'm in trouble, you can certainly call me Mitchell. That seems to be a theme. Uh, well, he certainly wasn't as dark. Uh, you could even perhaps say that... He wasn't dark. He was probably the lightest <laughs> character that was drawn in the entire episode. Uh, I do apologise, Dando. That's some early points to you. I was very disappointed in myself. I thought, man, I'm never usually wrong with stuff like this. And mm. then you, you you, are never usually wrong with stuff like this. And you were adamant. No. I thought, I bowed down to your knowledge. I said, oh, you've schooled me, sir. Well, that's a valuable lesson to everybody. If you are wrong, if you can say it as adamantly as possible, that you can generally get by. The only issue is to then not go back to the scene of the crime the next week. <laughs> watch the episode with the person that you were trying to prove wrong. And, and were you going to acknowledge it? it or did, were you just going to hope that I was going to let it sweep under the rug? No, I. it takes a big man <laughs> to admit his mistakes. And I would like to think that I'm capable of doing so, particularly in front of our whole audience. I have no idea what size our 
audience is, by the way. iTunes uh, is very bad on that. My mum and your sister? Yeah, your my sister. My wife listens to it while she falls asleep. She's <laughs> been very nice. She hasn't made it more than 15 minutes into an episode so far. Yes. Um, the goal is always to put people to sleep. That's why we do these things. Yeah, of course. I think that's why anyone records any podcast. Also, thanks to um, our official sponsors, the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. Yes, of course. They're hitting, almost hitting 330,000, 340,000 followers now. It's going they, crazy. They've gotten up. I think they were at 327 when we first uh, put a video on over up there. They're on over 330 now. They're on over 330. I don't think it's too much to say that that's our direct influence. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thank you guys <laughs> for getting the video out there, but you can thank us as well for the extra few thousand followers. Yes, yeah, so facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. Basically, they put up random clips from past episodes, usually like from the first 10 seasons or so, because yep. they're the only seasons people care about. Yeah. Just the f- funny clips, um, maybe five, six different ones a day. Yeah, it's a great way to get through your work day. Just quick little glance down at your Facebook page, video comes up, and, you know, just get through with a bit of a smile on your face, remembering some old Simpsons moments. Do you know what I like about it is they don't tell you what episode the clips come from. So, mm. they make the people go do research. Yeah. So, that they're, they're expanding the minds of Simpsons fans worldwide. They are. And so many comments on those videos as well. Oh, you get a whole crazy. little community and, you know, the comments are almost more fun than watching the actual clip. <laughs> people <laughs> then find... Um, the, Photos, memes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's really fun to get involved in, guys. So, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Best Moments. Make yeah. sure you like them immediately yes. following this podcast. And they also have their trivia nights. We've mentioned that a few times. Make yes. sure you're getting on to the trivia nights. And they're currently in Scotland, I believe. Also, there's another Facebook page we need to plug before we get into it. Yep. It's our Four Finger Discounts oh, podcast. Our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Ours. You looked at me blankly, you're like, is there really? What, yeah. oh, I thought we had another sponsor for a second. Yeah, no. Facebook.com slash Four Finger Discount. Get on yep. there. We, we put up random videos as well throughout the week. We'll be doing the same. Uh, photos yeah. of us hanging out in the studio. Yep. Um, we should start putting out a lot of trivia and just, just, just to interact with our listenership. Yeah. Is, well, it, is look, listenership a word? It is a word. Is um, <laughs> there's also going to be, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast is going to relate directly to content that's on the Facebook yeah. page. So there's some things that you're going to need to log on to see to make fully, uh, to fully understand. So. Including photos of these two books that I found last night. Yeah, these are incredible. What are they, what are they called? The, the the Simpsons, the complete guide to our favorite family. Yeah. If you're a Simpsons fan, like or Simpsons nerd, like we are, I'm pretty sure. You've at least seen these books before. You'd know what we're talking about. But I'll take a photo of Mitch holding up his, and I'll put it on the Facebook page so you can check it out. It's really one of those things that happened before the internet took off, that TV shows in the 90s would have these companion books that would come out with all of the trivia information that you can now pretty much get on IMDb. But they're uh, awesome. I used to have one for Frontline, which is the most bizarre thing that someone found for me in a a, um, second-hand store for about $2. But yeah, yeah, every show had a book. Uh, and this one is fantastic. It's, it's got everything you need. I remember when I first got this as a kid, I read it from start to finish. Yeah. That's probably why I know everything about The Simpsons. It would help. Yeah. All right. So, let's get into the review. Uh, episode mm. 7G04. Yes. Uh, there's no disgrace like home. First of all, let's get through the, the plot. Basically, Homer, he's not happy with the way his family is behaving. He's mm-hmm. seeing other families where the father and son have a good relationship. He wants yep. that. So, he um, sells the family TV so they can go to this Dr. Marv Monroe's family yep. therapy. Yeah. They fail that as well, but because they fail, they get double the money back, they buy a better TV, and the family's happy, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Part of it also brought about by Homer wanting to look good in front of other people. So, it's at yeah. the, the power plant family picnic. Um, so, there's a little bit of that fear of not looking bad in front of the boss as much as wanting the family to get along that are the two motivating factors for him. Well, let's do a full detailed review. So, that's the quick synopsis, basically, yes. quick rundown. So, it starts off with... The, is it start off with the family picnic? Starts off, well, it starts they're getting, off with they're getting the, ready for the family picnic. Yeah, the, the, the Lisa work, and, work family picnic. Lisa and Bart are fighting. Yes. Um, 
Now, first thing right off the bat here is that there's a lot of character traits that don't follow on from what the characters would ultimately become. Now, the writers at this point were still getting a feel for what the series was going to be and who mm-hmm. the characters were. So, we start with Lisa being very, very bratty. She's um, bratty the entire episode. Yeah, almost on par with Bart. Yeah, because you mentioned to me whilst we were watching it that this was based off more of the shorts yeah. as opposed to... Because they wanted to get away from the shorts, I think, but... There wasn't a future of, if they stuck with the shorts. There was no future for the show because they needed that. That they needed Bart and Lisa to be different. They couldn't mm. be the same Brady kids. No, you need to have a dynamic between the two. It's it's much more compelling yep. uh, narratively to have two different characters rather than have two characters that are the same. I think. But yeah, so it starts with that little fight and Homer just praying that his family is going to look good in front of Mister Burns. Yeah. Um, Part of that is part of his attempt to curry favor is having Marge come up with a whole bunch of gelatin desserts. Now, there's a little interesting story behind that. Um, firstly, they referred to it as gelatin because they didn't have the rights to jello. Really? Now, at I was wondering the time, why they said gelatin desserts. There was a period where Fox were in talks with uh, Jello to get some Simpsons-based commercials. They were going to uh, Matt Groening flew out to meet them, and they were going to you know he was pitching some ideas. Mm. His idea was that they'd bring back their old Jello. Um, jingle like J E L L O, mm. and they were going to get Bart to burp the letter the o. o. Yep. Yeah, and he his idea was you know he's going if we do that next day every kid across America we'll is what, going to be burping that word and we'll want Jello. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gelatin uh, the Jello guys did not agree. Uh, really, they looked on in a horrified look <laughs> that anyone would dare burp and you know tarnish their good name. Uh, so that never came to fruition, and that's why gelatin rather than Jello in the episode. Oh, do you reckon they regret it almost as much as the the company that turned down Star Wars? Who turned it? Was it Paramount that turned down Star Wars? Said it's a stupid kids film that won't be any success. I think so. Yeah. Man, imagine being the guy that turned down Seinfeld because that wasn't. The, well, that was pretty much everybody. There's about ten people that turned down Seinfeld. Oh, really? I think they struggled. I thought to... there was one big station that like said no. Yeah. Anyway, um, regardless, bad decisions made by all. Yep. So um, we get to the, the work family picnic. Yep, and we see Mr. Burns again, and we see um Smithers. What color was Smithers again? I forgot. Oh, I'm gonna keep bringing this up. He was yellow. He was yellow. Yep. Okay He'd then. Gone. I thought you said he was gonna be black though. Well, didn't he? Wasn't he black? Full Jackson by that point. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there, and we 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 get an insight into how the dynamic between Smithers and Mr. Burns. Mr. Yes. Burns knows nothing, and Smithers has to feed him all the all of the information, but as if it's his own idea. Yeah, always and complimenting him on everything that he says. I never really looked at it until you pointed it out before, but Homer really is doing this all for himself. He wants mm. to look good for himself in front of his boss. Yep. It's not that he just wants to get along with his family. See, I, when I first watched the episode, I thought he's doing it because he wants to get along well with his family. That's not yep. the case. He wants everyone else to think he has a nice family. Yeah, and you get that uh, when Mr. Burns calls Bart brat, and this must be. Uh... Brat. Don't correct the man, Brat. <laughs> and you think, wait a minute, no, his, his name isn't Brat, but clearly he just wants Mr. Burns to be happy, not his own son. Well, you can't say no to Mr. Burns for fear of being fired, basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, one interesting thing about Smithers here is uh, he's not gay yet, or at the very least, not outwardly. He, uh, he's sucking up to Mr. Burns, and he's doing everything he can to be a yes man for Mr. Burns, but he's not... There's absolutely no innuendo there between or from Smithers at this point. Well, they couldn't... Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that's a topic they could have tackled so early. Mm. Do you think they could have got gotten away with having a gay character straight off the bat? Like, there's nothing wrong with having a gay character, but in those yeah. times, what's that? Twenty five. Yeah. Well, what was it? Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety. Early days. The nineteen ninety. Yeah. I might be reading a little bit too much into this, but it would have been off relatively recently from the AIDS epidemic. 
Or well, there would have been mid eighties, was it not? When it was yeah, really... mid to late eighties, there would have been yeah, probably a, maybe there was just too much controversy to have that at that moment of the show. Well, they never even came out and said that he was gay till he's coming out now, has he not? In um, later seasons, I'm not I can't quite not quite sure, yeah, but yeah, it it's obvious that he's gay. But it's all innuendo for the first yeah. few seasons. Yeah, but there are yeah, a bunch of he... characters that have turned gay over the journey on The Simpsons as well, though. You've, um, like um, Patty. Yeah, Patty. There's um. Uh, Lenny and Carl kind of get this thing they going the, on between them. Well, Lenny likes Carl, but Carl doesn't really like him back, but then sometimes he does. Yeah, it's just Maybe Carl's by natural progression on the show <laughs> that you start straight and eventually... But yeah, you're right. Smithers isn't homosexual at all. There's mm. no innuendo at all. Anyway, so we get to the... um, They, they, they walk in and Mr. Burns acknowledges that he doesn't like gelatin dessert. Oh, boss, look what we brought. Gelatin dessert. No, for the love of Peter. That's all anybody brought. Some damn fool went around telling everyone I love that slimy goop. Well, toss it in the pile over there. And they get out into the playground or the, the park area, and immediately Bart and Lisa start being naughty. Uh, go nuts. Bart starts attacking the swans. Yeah, and Lisa's in the fountain being stupid. And yep. um, th- This is where you really see the Lisa character in a way that you never see it. I don't think on any other episodes. Is, is she ever this bratty in any episodes in the show's history? No, it's pretty rare. This is about as far out. Maybe when they uh, go to... The Duff Brewery, uh, not the Duff Brewery, when they go to, what's it called? Duff, Duff Gardens. Duff Gardens, thank you. And she, uh, she gets drunk yeah. and starts acting a little weird, but that's more... No, no, she doesn't get drunk. She drinks just, the water from the ride. and starts hallucinating. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's she's fully out of control and just needlessly naughty in this episode, which, yeah, it doesn't happen. And Homer gives the great quote just before they play up. That's yeah. one of the most memorable quotes of the early 90s. Yep. Now, remember... As far as anyone knows, we're a nice, normal family. Yeah, so that, that basically sums up how this episode is. Mm. Homer wants everyone to think that they're a nice, normal family, yeah. and they're just not. It really goes to lengths to paint The Simpsons as being a dysfunctional family, which yeah. is, I mean, that's become the label that's the, the go-to term to use, everybody's favourite dysfunctional family. This is the episode that first really shows how frayed they are at the seams, I guess. Do you think this episode made them more relatable, or do you think people would like it because they're not as bad as this family? This does have a realistic feel to it. I think if you were watching The Simpsons and relating to them, you probably need to assess yourself. Oh, you can relate to him to an extent. I mean, come on. On an individual basis, yes. I don't think as a family unit. Not not, not so much this episode, but the, the dynamic between Marge and Homer in later seasons where yep. Homer's the bumbling idiot and Marge still somehow finds a way to forgive him. Yep. That's something that happens in day-to-day life. I, of course. There are elements of it, yes. Yep. That's the only thing about this episode that I didn't quite... I can, I can I can handle Lisa being a brat. She's still a kid. Mm. I didn't like Marge in this episode. Marge the drunk. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. Marge drunk. She's not. She's not a good mother in this episode. And she's no. She is along with the kids in the sense that Homer's trying to say, you need to eat better, like eat more politely. You need to be polite to other people. We need to yep. stop fighting. And Marge is like, no, we should be like this. This is fine. Yeah, makes no sense to me. No, well, again, that's just one of those things that the writers haven't like the fully shorts. figured out yet. Yeah. Um, there was that great moment of Marge plonking Maggie down uh, yeah. before going out to drink. Going, oh, should we leave the children unattended? And then just turning the television on and all the kids becoming transfixed to it. Yeah. Uh, that's one little thing that I thought was a nice little comment on society again. That, and that's, that's know, still Simpsons relevant today. Throughout their episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, I, have, I don't have children, but I do have uh, some much younger brothers and sisters to myself. And that was how I used to babysit them if I needed to. Yeah. Just put them in the other room, turn a TV on, and then go look at porn. Yep. <laughs> and then blame the television shows why your kids are fat. 
Yeah, of course. Because it's the Cookie Monster telling your kids they should eat cookies. <laughs> that was the most pathetic thing that's come out of the last few years. But now he's called the Veggie Monster. Yeah, that's Legit. not believable. No one's going out and wolfing down broccoli. <laughs> because cookies are a sometimes food, Mitchell. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. So, moving along. What happens next in the episode? So, they sack had race. The, the sack race, which is hilarious. Mm. But, but basically, the rule is for this sack race, that's the annual nuclear power plant sack race. Father yep. and son... Father and son do it together. Mr. Burns is doing it by himself. So it's the annual father and son sack race. Yep. But Mr. Burns does it by himself. That's one thing I sort of picked up on that didn't make sense. Well, uh, Mr. Burns' son is estranged. So I guess at that moment. Um, <laughs> plus, he's, you know, he's the host, he's the boss. He has to be in there and he has to win. Yes. Um, one thing that I forgot to point out, actually, that this scene or the lead up to this scene has one of the first Citizen Kane references uh, mm. that would, you know, they're so prevalent throughout the show, particularly involving Mr. Burns. But we're going to put a photo of this up on the Facebook page. Page, but the when they first arrived to Stately Wayne Manor, um, sorry, Stately Burns Manor. Like, Wayne, what? <laughs> well, they, they referred to a Stately Burns Manor, yeah. which was a reference to yeah. Stately Wayne Manor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they first arrived, there's a, a side-by-side shot that is identical to um, to the Citizen Kane estate with uh, the big B on the gate rather than a K. There's another movie reference later in the episode that I'll mention, but there's mm-hmm. The Simpsons was... You can tell the people that wrote this show were movie nerds. Yeah, this is... I was going to say, this is one of the first episodes that really has a lot of movie references through it. Some yeah. of them are fairly subtle and some of them are a bit more obvious, but one of my favourite things about The Simpsons has always been going through picking those out, and this is the episode that sort of started that trend off. Yeah, and then obviously the family leaves. Um, Homer sees a family getting along really well together. He sees a yep. father and son. The son loves his father. The father yep. loves him back. They're yep. being polite to each other, and Homer yep. tries to... Bribe Bart with five dollars to give him a kiss. <laughs> Quick, Bart, give me a kiss. Kiss you, but Dad, on your kid. Bart, please, five bucks for a kiss. <clears throat> I've never seen such an obvious attempt to curry my favor. Fabulous observation, sir. Just fabulous. It's the first sort of kiss ass comment from Smithers, Mister yep. Burns, and I love that dynamic threat in later seasons. But then Homer sees his family and says, "Oh, and then we can put the um the charade away. Like it doesn't have." We don't have to pretend Yeah, Homer anymore. doesn't believe that a family could really be that loving. Yeah, and the guy says, oh, I pity you or something. Yeah. And then Homer, that's when Homer really realizes, wait a minute, my family are bad people. Like, yeah. They're not just bad actors. They're actually bad people. Yeah. You know, so um, this is when Homer really kicks in the gear and he starts getting depressed and they're over the dinner table and they're all filling their faces and including Marge. It was at this point where Homer was just like, you know what? Something needs to change. Hmm. And then he goes to Moe's because he's a bit depressed and he sees that hilarious commercial. Yeah, that is a fantastic ad. We'll, we'll need to play that, actually. <laughs> Honey, aren't you going to work today? No, I don't think so. Honey, you have a problem and it won't get better till you admit it. I admit this. You better shut your big yap. Oh, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And he decides that he's going to go to Dr. Marvin Munro's family therapy center. Yeah. How does he plan to pay for this, Mitch? By shock horror, Homer Simpson pawns his television. As if Homer Simpson would ever pawn the television. Yeah, that is the most... Short of giving up a beer, that is probably the least believable thing that could possibly happen. Um, We do need to, sorry, quickly point out that that scene in... uh, most tavern includes a couple firsts. Um, okay. The first time we see Eddie and Lou. Oh, of course. They, yeah. They, they, that was great. And there's that brilliant line, uh, Mo offers them some pretzels. Yeah, there's no better way to introduce them than this. Yeah. Eddie! Evening, Mo. Want some pretzels? <laughs> no, thanks. We're on duty. A couple beers would be nice, though. That quote there really sums up the way the show is going to represent the police force in later seasons. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, Lou, white. Yes, 
Are you, are you sure he's white in the next episode or is he black? No, I'm pretty sure he stays white for the entire series. <laughs> uh, little t- tr- tidbit out there for anyone that's trying to do a Lou impression, by the way. The, the, the way to get Lou's voice is to do a bad Sylvester Stallone impression. Mm. Um, so you kind of got to... You, you got to think, Sly. You got to slow, slow it down a little and then just... Hey, Chief, that's kind of... Uh, get down there for Lou. Get deeper, get deeper, get deeper. Yeah, a little bit deeper. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I need to lean forward a little bit for this one. Here we go. Um... All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go. For, I'm gonna start with Stallone in Rocky. Okay. okay, so yeah, it's a nice house. It stinks. Whole place stinks. And then we got to deep it in a little bit. So hey, it stinks. Whole place stinks. That, that was better. That, that's that's getting closer to yeah. Luke. Uh, isn't like Hank because Hank Azaria does his yeah yeah doesn't aren't all these voices just bad impersonations of other people. A lot of them are. Mo was a bad Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino. That was that how it is. Started, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit more gravelly. Chief Wiggum is a bad Edward G. Robinson, which yep. is very directly referenced to what was like, yeah, yeah. I'm Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. um, so he obviously he pawns a TV. One thing that I picked up on another out of character thing from Marge was she was like, can't we just pawn my engagement ring instead yeah. of the TV? <laughs> We're not going to get 150 bucks for it. Marge, we need $250. <laughs> no offense. But I just think it's strange that Marge is willing to offer up her engagement ring in, as yeah. opposed to getting rid of the television. Yeah, again, such a bizarre out of character reference for Marge. Yes. And so they go to the therapy center mm-hmm. and they obviously gives the money away. Actually no, we, before we get to that point, we need to we sh- we need to mention the the lead up to where they go to the therapy center where they go and check out other people's houses. Yeah, that's a very That's a very big scene moment. that we've left out. Yep. Um so Homer tries to take them off to show them how other families live. It's almost got a little bit of a uh, a Christmas carol kind of feel yeah. to it that they're flying into other houses to see alternate realities. Um, but yeah, they walk in on the first one. Um, that, <laughs> I, lo- I love Bart's quote. After the great it. line about the napkins. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, kids. No fighting, no yelling, no belching. The dad has a shirt on. Look, napkins. These people are obviously freaks. So then from there, yeah. um, we move on to family number two. Um, old man sitting in a rocking chair. It's like, what are they doing? They're talking. They <laughs> actually enjoy talking to one other. Oh, I wish I could hear what they were saying right now. Papa, I believe I heard some rustling in the bushes. I did too. Better get the gun. Uh, cue Simpsons hilariously being chased by a man with a shotgun. I, I couldn't believe... I, it's a bit sort of over the top, but it's it's a... It fits well. Yeah, I think. it's a very good rug pull for that scene, and I, then and then the final because um, there were a few moments in this episode that kind of have that comedies in three uh, theory as well. Yeah. But yeah, the, when they go into the final place and uh, absolutely start trashing it. Whoa! Look at this place. What a dump. It's worse than you think. <laughs> I just trampled this poor sap's flower bed. Homer, this is our house. Stop. And that that was more of like a throwback to I think episode three, last episode where um Otto's driving them past all the places and they end up back at the school. Yeah, yeah, it's, one of those, it's a very similar kind of gag, you know yep. what I mean? So they end up back at the Simpsons house. But um, so yeah, so back to the Marvin Monroe's family therapy center. Mm-hmm. Um, they go in and immediately Doctor Marvin Monroe. I don't know whether he's licking his lips because he thinks these guys are going to pay me a lot of money <laughs> or whether uh, anyway the Simpsons family are very very. What's the word for them? Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. There's that moment, it's almost like a bizarro Simpsons walk out of there, that there's a guy that sort of looks looks like Homer, but with hair. Um, It's meant to look like the Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, it's how the Simpsons would work. If they were normal. If they were nice people walking out of there. Um, But yeah, so Marvin Munro's treatment style, if you want to explain that a little bit. Um, Well, first of all, it's the um, the bats with the padding on it. That's Mm -hmm. the first step. And he keeps them in the gun cabinet. Did you pick up on that? And he... um, 
the, the, the purpose is for the family to hit each other with these padded bats yep. to get their anger and frustration out. Trying to get the, yeah, release some tension and get the the oppressed feelings out. And then Bart realizes it hurts more if you take the padding off. So he does so. He hits Smash. Bart from around the leg. Yep. And um, so he thinks, okay, it's going to take more than just padded bats to fix yep. this family. Cue one of the most memorable scenes in the Simpsons history. I think it's been overplayed, but if, if you're a Simpsons fan... You, you definitely know this scene. It's pro- again. It's this is one of the first moments that I think really grabbed hold of the cultural psyche of America, and it started getting movie references. As you mentioned, I think it's in Die Hard Two from memory in uh, the background. Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. This this zapping scene. You mean? No, no, no. Well, it's it. Sorry, it references a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. But I mean the the Simpsons scene itself is then played in other movies. Oh where yeah, yeah. Sorry. Watching it on TV. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the go to reference. It's. I think it was one of the first clips to be played on the clip show. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're all strapped to chairs like in Clockwork Orange and they can zap each other. Mm. Best part about this is that once they're, zapping, they're all zapping each other, somebody zaps Maggie. Yeah. That's my favourite part in the whole scene. But Maggie's going nuts zapping everybody as well, <laughs> Maggie, though. Maggie doesn't know what's going on. She's yeah. just hitting buttons, zapping people, and all of a sudden somebody zaps her back. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, they're the, the drawing power. I, so I love Munro absolutely losing it in frustration. Of, this is not the way to get healthy! <laughs> and they're, they're um, drawing all the power from the from the city. People are running out of the office scared because they don't know yep. what's going on. There's that great moment, great line from Mr. Burns, if we could play this as well, that really sums him up as being um, a complete kind of imperialist, only cares about his money. Boy, someone's really gobbling up the juice, sir. Excellent. Excellent. Perhaps this energy conservation fad is as dead as the dodo. After that, um, Marvin Monroe just begs that they leave. And Homer luckily remembers that if they don't get fixed, they get double their money back. Yep. So Monroe regretfully has to pay the money. Mm-hmm. The family's all happy because Homer's going to buy a 21-inch TV. Yeah. A little tray. So is it a little trolley or a tray? So he can wheel it into the yep. kitchen yep. on holidays. <laughs> yeah. Or dining room on holidays. But um, yeah, so this episode much better than last week's episode. It ha- actually, yeah. it wasn't dark. It wasn't sad. Last week was a very, very, very real story. But yeah. this week, it didn't really feel like the Simpsons the way we know them now, but it still told a good story. On a character level, it didn't. But as an overall theme, I think it still did. It, 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 the comedy was good. It was... It felt like a Simpsons episode, but it just didn't feel like the Simpsons. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't feel like... Yeah. It didn't feel like the characters that we love... It still felt like a Simpsons episode. Yeah, the overall flow was good. Yeah. Um, now, one uh, little bit... Oh, we missed the first Itchy and Scratchy episode was in this, uh, was was in this really? episode. Of course, because it was Happy Tree yeah. Elves in the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. um, it didn't have the full They Fight, They Fight intro, but there was just the kids were watching Itchy and Scratchy. Acknowledging it was a cartoon there, yeah. Yep. Um, there was something else that's in this. Now, when they were at the group picnic, I don't know if you noticed this, but the Simpsons obviously have a very, very distinctive look. Mm. Um, and from... Is it, is it true, sorry for interrupting, but the, no one's let to look uglier than The Simpsons? Yeah, that so the that rule? was mentioned in, in the last episode the, when Homer's in the council meeting. There's a real, real ugly looking guy sitting next to them, a real distinctive face. And, and they put through a, um, a message through to say, yeah, no one can look uglier than The Simpsons. And the big reason for that was that when you think of all of the great uh, cartoon characters, your Mickey Mouse, your Bugs Bunny, yeah. they're all recognisable even in silhouette form. Yep. And that's what Groening really wanted to get oh, out of okay. these guys and really start pushing it from here. That you could look at any Simpsons character, just an outline, and you know exactly, for, of the main characters anyway, you know exactly who they are. Whereas Makes the sense. background yeah. characters are just drawn a little bit more nondistinctly. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing that I, I picked up on this episode that was starting to really take fruition. You wanted these guys to stand out amongst the crowd. You're saying another point though, when I interrupted. Well, I was um, going to hit you up with some trivia, Dando. I thought... Oh, why not? 
um, that perhaps I mean, we, we're proclaiming to be experts of all things. I'm not an so expert. You're an expert. Yeah, well, I'm an expert on everything except colour because um, oh. <laughs> I see everybody the same. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, so what's what's your trivia question for me this week? Okay, what I'm going to hit you up the, with the, re- the reason we're doing this is just to tie into with our sponsors, the Simpsons Trivia Nights. We feel we'll do, yep. a, we'll do a trivia question for each other. Yeah. So, do we have uh, all of our meetings take place while we're recording? Are we going? Is there going to be some sort of penalty if we don't get this right, or will there'll be an ongoing? Mm, maybe not this week, but we'll think of something we'll for next week. Yeah. All right. Um, my question to you: This is yes. the fourth episode that went to air. Yes. In the states. It was the first episode to go to air in both Australia and England. Now, Australia got this episode in 1991, so it was a little bit behind America. I want you to tell me what year this episode went to air in the UK. You have an English wife, so Mm. I thought that this would tie in nicely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) See, mine's just about something in the episode. This is like ultimate trivia. Okay. Um, 1996. That is incredibly accurate. It was spot on. Really? It went to air <laughs> in 1996. How did I know that? I have no idea. But it lost out. <laughs> this is my. This is the other thing that I like. Did you know it's weird? Before you say that, I for some reason in my head, I, I have this feeling that I knew that the Simpsons didn't start airing to 96 in, in the UK. Uh, uh, it's phenomenal that you would have picked that. Out of every, I was so <laughs> sure that you weren't going to get that answer right. Um, but it came, <laughs> it came second in the ratings to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, damn. <laughs> because didn't Sabrina go on to have such a great, successful <laughs> run? But let's just throw it out there. I am an expert. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I, um, I'd clap if it wouldn't sound so terrible on a recording. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at useless trivia. Yeah. Oh, that trivia is completely useless. Yeah, I know. It will not help me in day-to-day life. Oh, you should put that as a footnote on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> well, my question to you is far easier. It's just like something that you see in the episode. Okay, I'm probably going to get it wrong. Is it what colour was Lenny? <laughs> no, it is. Let me just find it. Uh, what is the phone number of Dr. Marvin Monroe's Family Therapy Centre? Oh, yeah, no, that is easy. Yeah. yeah it's um, 1-800-555-HUGS. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it is that's on the book that you gave me. Oh, shit. <laughs> is it really? Right in front of me, you idiot. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even think about that. This book that we're holding also, well, I'm holding a sheep because my page fell out. Yeah. But um, there's some stuff you may have missed. Now, I'll read them out. Red, purple, green, blue are the colors of the jello. Hey, it's yeah. gelatin. That's about the least interesting fact yeah, that yeah. you've come up with. A sign outside Mr. Burns Manor reads, poachers will be shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's one of the first freeze frame gags. Yep. Smithers wears his plant ID even at the picnic. Mm-hmm. So he's a devoted employee to the nuclear power Absolutely. plant. And Dr. Munro keeps his aggression therapy mails in a gun cabinet, which I mentioned before anyway. Yep. It's also the first mention of Burns and his hounds in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to release the hounds. Yeah, everyone minutes. can leave. Uh, yeah. Um, I suggest you don't dawdle. The hounds will be released in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we said, this was this was a much better episode than last week's. I, don't th- I, think, I feel like last week's episode is going to be like the... The baseline. Yeah, probably the low point, um, yeah. particularly of the early episodes. And, you know, look, it's to be expected in season one that there's going to be some up and down. Um, but, yeah, this this was a very, very enjoyable episode to watch. Yes. Um, we'd love to know what you guys think about not only the podcast, but about this episode as well. Yep. Tell us anything we can improve on the podcast. Yep. If you've got some trivia that you'd like myself to ask Mitch or Mitch to ask me, mm-hmm. just email us. It's fa- uh, fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com. If there's anything you want mentioned on the show, either contact us via the Facebook page, facebook.com slash fourfingerdiscount or uh, fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com. Yes. So they're the best way to contact us. Also, uh, make sure you like the Facebook page for our official sponsors, The Simpsons Best Moments. So it's facebook.com slash The Simpsons Best Moments. Yeah, let's get that up to 335,000 by the end of the week. They're probably 
hit like another 10,000 likes during this recording. flying through. Yeah, they're smashing Scott's it now. Scott's will be going nuts for it. Yes. Uh, keep an eye out on that. We're going to be... Oh, well, hang on. This is a time thing. I was about to say something we're going to be doing. You could be listening to this six months from now. But we are uh, cutting together a Groundskeeper Willie Top 10 Moments shortly. We're going to be putting that up on the Facebook page. Just check out our videos. We're gonna, each week, yep. we're going to be putting up at least one. At least one video each week of a, a Top 10 list. Well, it doesn't have to always be a Top 10 no, list. it could be, be anything. But it just will be... This one in particular will be a Top 10 Groundskeeper Willie Moments. But yeah, we'll be putting together all of our favourite moments for you guys to enjoy in a, a nice bite-sized form. And you can check them out on YouTube on the Torrent This TV YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash torrent this TV. Yep. Also, too, don't just think that this podcast is going to be purely reviews. It's not, is it, Mitch? No, no. We, we are going to mix it up a little bit. We'll have, um, I don't know what it'll be. We were talking about maybe our influence on, the Simpsons influence on just our lives. things in the show. Just different things. So we are going to mix it up a little bit. If you've got anything in particular that you want us to talk about, Again, shoot it through. We're happy to do an episode based on whatever you want. Maybe we'll try and tee up interviews like Harry Shearer and Dan Castellano. Yeah, they're easy to get a hold of. Well, Harry's probably got a lot of spare time now. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and we shall see you guys next week. Any Have last it. words, Mitch? Uh, no, guys, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Shh.